Welcome to Care for Free. I'm David. I'm Emily. And this is the podcast where two friends who care about a lot of things try to convince the other to also care about something that they might not think they're going to care about. To kick this off, Emily, why don't you tell me something that people want you to care about that you just don't? David is in the host chair this week. This is very impressive. It just happened. Last week it took us 10 minutes to get to the point where we could say a title that we did not yet have. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and you came prepared with a question. I don't know. I was just ready to roll. Something people want me to care about. (laughs) Law school? Uh, That's a fair uh, I mean that's real. That's dope. No, yeah. I care. I care about law school. I think you care uh, about parts of it, right? I care about parts of it. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny because actually the other question that I thought about asking is, what law school class have you just not been able to care about? Yeah, the only law school classes that I really do care about are the classes that are about rules with reasons. Tell me more. Civil procedure. We have the civil procedure rules for a reason, and Professor Dickerson was really good about telling us why we have those rules. Like, we'd read a case that was like, they didn't follow the rule here, and here's how that screwed somebody over. Mm -hmm. Uh, Evidence, because a lot of these evidence rules are like, well, that's stupid. Why can't I include this thing when I'm arguing in court? So any class that's just like property, why do we have this rule? A bunch of white people didn't want to give the land back to the Native Americans. Can't do those. I don't think you're going to get much points on a test for saying white people didn't want to give land back to the Natives. I don't think Mm, think for Professor Blaze, you might have gotten points for that. Maybe. Uh, Follow Lynn Blaze on Twitter, everybody. Hashtag hashtag raisins. There it is. Hashtag Hashtag facts, not raisins. David, what's something people want you to care about that you don't care about? If I'm being real, I, I straight up cannot bring myself to care about Kanye West's shoe line. Really? Yeah. Not I even really... in the way that you, like, care because you want to drag it? No. Which, <gasps> I mean, that's not really my thing anyway, kind of. Like, oh, I, it's I, so I, fun. No, I always feel bad when I'm just dragging something to drag it. Unless it's, like, a person who I think just straight up just deserves it. Like, yeah, then I'm going to go ahead and drag it. But even then, I'll probably still feel bad. I just don't care. And people are going to say, you don't care because you're a Nike stand and it's Adidas. And it's really not that. I've seen, <laughs> I, I've been thinking really hard about buying a pair of Pure Boost lately because the shoes are, like, walking on air and I think they're dope. But Kanye's shoe line, it costs too much money. He thinks he's an amazing fashion designer. And I'm just, I just don't care about it. And I can't bring myself to care about it. I don't know. I will say those new slipper things, they absolutely, absolutely look like Scooby-Doo snack. Yes. Like that's just, Specifically that the Scooby head. But I would rather wear a Scooby snack on my foot than those track pant boots. Yeah. Those are so bad. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh, they're awful. Okay, also you said I'm a Nike stan. Mm-hmm. I learned what Stan was like three months ago. For real? Yeah, because somebody said they were a Sebastian Stan Stan, and I was like, are you okay? (laughs) (laughs) Then I learned that I'm also a Sebastian Stan Stan, so it's fine. You're also kind of a Stan Stan. Tucci? No, just you're a Stan for Stans. I'm a Stanley Tucci Stan. You're also a Stanley Tucci Stan. Yeah. I love Stan. I was about Stanley Tucci. So I was actually (laughs) talking to someone about Stanley Tucci. The conversation started where it's like, you know that guy who's in like all the movies and like you just don't know. Makes them all better. You just don't know he's in all the movies movies but he plays like the super crucial role and that was the only way i knew how to describe yeah so my favorite movie podcast blank check Mm -hmm. their producer ben loves movies with a touch of the tooch (laughs) it's just a little just a little bit of stanley toochie it's a touch of the tooch yeah i don't mm -mm. i love it (laughs) a stan is a next level fan so in my mind a person can like a thing and be like i like this this is cool i would support more of it right and then you get to the stage where you're like i like the person who created this thing, I like the person who's in charge of it, and I'm going to actively look forward to more projects, and I'm going to assume, not necessarily know, but I'm going to assume that I'm probably going to like whatever they do in the future. That's yes. being a fan. Getting to be a stan is where you make it a part of your identity, the fact that you support this person or this entity or this thing, and its success somehow reaches the point of becoming <laughs> a part of your success thing. I am a stan stan. Yes, you are a stan stan. Just love everything I love. I feel like Kobe stands have been around for a very long time, since at least his 2005, 2006 like MVP yeah. timing. So that's where I think of stands, and then everybody else showed up later. I mean, it's like Kobe stands, Beyonce stands. Mm. J. Cole stands. Like, those are the main stands right now. You want to know a pet peeve that doesn't matter of mine? No. Okay. 
Uh, our guest producer this week Actually, is. Actually, never mind. I thought about it. No, bring it back. Well, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring her in because I think she'll maybe have an opinion on this. <laughs> uh, our guest producer this week is Ashlyn Royal, friend, colleague, the gentlewoman, matriot. and scholar. Ashlyn, it drives me nuts when people say Bayhive instead of Beehive, Beehive. for Beyonce fans. I get calling her Bay, but Beyonce. her name is not Beyonce. It is it's not. a Beyonce, and it's the whole Beyonce. thing with Beehive is that it is a pun on a hive of bees, mm-hmm. and. If you say, that's gotta be it. Can you be a stan, Queen Bee, and not realize what you're doing? Like, they literally call her the Queen Bee. I feel like they have to know what they're doing, right? That note, that's not true. I think you're overestimating the intelligence of people. about people in general? I guess. Mm-mm. Y'all not gonna get me on tape insulting the beehive. It's not gonna happen. I'm okay with saying no, bay when you. it's for the Bayancy, which was one of the better SNL skits of this yes. decade. Hilarious. 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 And also kind of so like, real. I was dying the whole time and also like snapping like <sighs> you know it's real. So are we switching yet? Or uh, just a save point? Or no? You're my save point. Don't ooh, don't wink at me. Ugh. Oh, oh, I hate it so much. She said, you're my safe point. And I was like, okay, equal fault. Yeah, thank you. I'm leaving all this in. All right, well, I think we should go ahead and get started. Should I go first this week since you went first last week? Mm, I don't know. There's the whole, like, patriarchy thing. I feel like I'm supposed to go first, no? You want to go? Yeah, that's the patriarchy. They say gentlemen first. That's their thing. You go first. It was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's my statement. Mm -hmm. David Slater has been in a copyright battle over a wildlife photo for seven years. Do you care? I definitely don't care. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, Good. Anytime it's something that random and mundane, I feel like there have to be some incredible facts behind it that can make me care. But that sentence, I don't know that I could care less about your wildlife photo. I'm doing ominous finger steeples right now. Yeah, you are. But you also, like, missed a couple of times. Well, that's just my, like, hand-eye coordination. Uh, Okay. David Slater has been in a copyright battle over a wildlife photo for seven years. I want to start out by saying that This American Life was where I first heard this story. And then My Brother, My Brother and Me, another podcast. Podcast I completely adore talked about it in their Houston live show. Is it called My Brother, My Brother and Me, or did you say My Brother twice? It's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Okay. Cool. The acronym is Mabim Bam, which is really fun to say. I, I'm on board. Yo, what you up to? I was just listening to a little Mabim Bam, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What you know about Mabim Bam? That's what I say to my friends who also listen to it. Mabim Bam. Sarah Jung on Twitter also has been covering this, and I think she's writing an article right now, so you should check it out. She's a wonderful follow, and she's the woman who wrote the article, Did Inadequate Women's Healthcare Doom the Old Republic? That article. I should take a moment here. Mm -hmm. Take a moment. I don't like talking about legal stuff. I don't, Mm -hmm. it's not that I like talking about illegal stuff. I don't like talking about the law because I don't like high-roading people. And I don't always feel like I understand it at the level the people around me are talking about it. I like genuinely can't listen to podcasts about the law because it feels like homework. More perfect is great. But I can't do it. It's... Wow. Okay. We've talked about this. I don't think so. Are you being surprised for the benefit of the listener? Have we talked about this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I can't do it. I am not Maybe feigning not. surprise. I actually don't remember <laughs> having this conversation. But I'm all, I'm not just surprised because I haven't heard it before. I'm surprised because I honestly always come away from More Perfect having the exact opposite impression. Where the, the reason why I enjoy listening to it is because they seem to put so much time thinking about yeah. the story behind it and the people behind it to the point where, in my opinion, the legal stuff actually ends up getting mostly lost in translation and it's also very clear that the the reporters themselves are kind of like yeah we don't know the law so like they'll get someone to explain they're like so what's that like uh uh like when you knock over your friend's chair and then the legal expert is always like yeah just just like that Which I always think is hilarious. So I'm going to try to be the, like, knock over your chair guy because I know a lot of people Mm -hmm. who, hopefully, a lot of people who listen to us don't go to law school with us. Mm. And for the ones who do, I don't want to make this feel like homework. So I'll try to explain the basis of the legal system as much as I understand it. And I've got two experts with me. Uh, Oh, no, they're in the next room. I'm bringing them in. It's not you two. I just wanted to make sure. I I mean, look, we all know Ashley's on her P's and Q's, but I'm just... <laughs> She's fresh out of P's and Q's. She skips right over that part of the alphabet. That's like, nah, I, mean, I ain't ate vegetables in a while. <laughs> All right. David Slater, wildlife photographer, goes to Indonesia a lot mm. to photograph the, this is a type of monkey, and I've been practicing, and I might still be wrong, Celebes crested macaque, yeah. which, which is a monkey. Mm-hmm. And 
Keep going. Do you know this one? Maybe. Okay. David Slater, quote unquote, engineered this situation where a monkey, like he like set up this tripod and had like wide angle lens, shutter trigger, like had all this stuff so a monkey could take a selfie. And I'm going to show you the picture right now. It's this guy. So what does it say under the the picture? Uh, two nine one. No, not the numbers. Four, oh, there's the words. Yeah. Okay. Images, maybe. Don't, why are what? you? <laughs> <laughs> why are you the way that you are? I ask myself that all the time. Um, images may be subject to copyright. That's that voice is so annoying. So <laughs> should I try again? <laughs> no, I don't want to hear your voice anymore. <laughs> Just a bad news for this podcast. So 2009 to 2011, Slater's like trying to get the monkeys to take pictures of him, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And finally, he gets this selfie of this cute little macaque, which I'm just going to call a monkey now because I don't like the the word macaque doesn't feel right to me. I don't like I don't like saying it. So you're saying something else like I don't I just it just feels wrong. Fair enough. Yeah. He gets this monkey selfie. He's so excited. Obviously, you know, gold when you see it. And Mm -hmm. the photo gets published in the UK media on my 20th birthday, July 4th, 2011. like monkeys, man. And so this picture's like in The Guardian and like the Daily Mail, like all the British mid-level publications. And he's British? Yes, he's okay. British. Mm-hmm. Five days after that, Wikimedia Commons puts it up on Wikipedia. Uh-huh. And Wikipedia only does free content and public domain pictures, which is why anytime it's like, here's a picture of Tom Cruise, it's like from 40 miles away because that was the only <laughs> yeah. like copyright yeah. free one they could right. get. And the uploader of that photo said, no human author in whom copyright is vested took this picture, which is mm-hmm. sure no mm-hmm. human author mm-hmm. took this picture. But Slater spent all this time getting this photo up. Mm-hmm. So he asked them to remove the picture from Wikipedia. They removed it from Wikipedia. And then Wikipedia was like, you know what? No. no. We're putting it back up. Yeah. And they put it back up. And then this blog in America, this American blog, Tech Dirt, got involved. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> put a lot of effort into that one. Tech Dirt. <laughs> tech Dirt. We, we are Tech Dirt. Hey, listen, though, I got to say, as a tech person dirt. who's somewhat recently become a total Silicon Valley junkie, like, mm-hmm. I love all the news coming out of there because it's like the worst people who are also the richest people. Mm-hmm. So, like, if they have the dirt on the tech industry, I want to know it. Tech dirt. I want to know all Give of it. Give me that tech dirt. Give me that tech dirt. Hey, you got, hey, you got any tech dirt back there? Chock full of tech dirt, bruh. What? What kind of sentence? Chock full of tech dirt. <laughs> yeah, act hey. like that was the line we crossed. <laughs> no, mine made sense. Hey, yo, dog, you got some tech dirt? We've just given some... them a lot of free publicity. Yeah, um, you're right. We should probably email them and ask for a cut. No, they're not the good guy here. You're right. Keep going. Keep going. Let's tech dirt out. gets behind Wikimedia. They said, this is in the public domain because the monkey is not a legal person capable of holding copyright. The sure. photographer Slater says, I made significant contributions to it, which to me is sort of where he gives up the I took it. I took I made significant contributions to it. Like, no, dude, stick to your guns. Maybe. I don't know. That sentence for someone to say, this isn't yours. And the response is, well, I've made significant contributions. That screams like he immediately went and asked the lawyer, what do I say? And the lawyer's like, well, animal law says if you make significant contributions. He says he was touching the tripod when the picture was taken. I don't believe he remembers Anyway, so when a government entity issues an opinion, it's not like a court issuing an opinion. A lot of times when a government entity issues an opinion, it's just like, here's what we think. You guys should listen to it. And then people can or cannot, right? Admin law. Yeah. Yeah. It's like guidance usually. Less law, more. Here's what we think. Yeah. So in August 2014, three years after the whole thing went down with Wikipedia, the U.S. Copyright Office issued an opinion saying that only human-made works can be copyrighted, which is when Jimmy Wales, that guy at the top of Wikipedia who's always saying if we only donate, if each of us donates $5, I'll be able to live in Malibu forever. You know that guy? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think I ever have. I probably should. No. Don't donate to Wikipedia. Should I not? No. Okay, good. Don't Thanks donate to Wikipedia. I, always, I feel bad every time I don't donate. <laughs> no. Who cares? It's fine. He's okay. doing great. Thanks. Here, th- let this make you feel less bad. Mm-hmm. When he won this with the U.S. Copyright Office, like coming in to boost him, he printed off the monkey selfie for the like Wikimania conference. There is a Wikipedia con called Wikimania, and he printed off a giant uh, 
picture of the monkey selfie mm-hmm. and just had everybody taking selfies with the selfie to like gloat in his that winnings. Seemed, yeah, that seems kind of rude. Yeah. Not do that. Yeah, it's just a little extra. Yeah, so I'm much. With you. That's unnecessary. No need to rub it in. Yeah. So everything died down for a little while until September of 2015, which was when PETA got involved. I don't have an opinion on PETA. As a podcast host, I don't want to be sued by PETA. I don't want PETA to find out who I am, and I don't want them to come after me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to sound neutral. PETA filed suit against Slater in the Northern District of California court. So there are two court systems in any given state. There's the state courts, and there's the federal courts. And the federal courts, it's like your district courts, and then your circuit courts, which like we're in the Fifth Circuit, California is the Ninth Circuit, and I genuinely can never keep the circuits straight. Mm, I get all my circuits crossed like a robot in a crazy 80s movie. Yeah, I, How did I that mean, play? Was that good? Should yeah, we no, that, that was in? great. No, okay, that was great. dope. Yeah, cool. I'm into it. Yeah. Sales! Uh, and so you go to the district court if you have a federal question or, you know, one of many other conditions. You go to the district court, you go to the circuit court, and then you go to the Supreme Court. So when somebody says, I'm taking this all the way to the Supreme Court, they have no idea what they're talking about. Not usually. Not usually. Unless it's one of the lawyers who, like, practices only Supreme Court and is like, I've got my fast pass or whatever. Which, I mean, I mean, I do think a lot of times when people say, oh, we're going to the Supreme Court, they really do mean we are going to take this case to the highest court in the land, right? Yeah. But I would agree. I feel like they don't always know that means you got to go, what, sometimes, what, a decade through oh, lower yeah. courts first. So. so PETA filed suit against Slater in the Northern District of California in 2015, requesting that the monkey get copyright and that PETA be allowed to administer that copyright to all the macaques. So PETA will get the money from this copyright on behalf of the monkey because they have filed as the monkey's next friend. Yeah, okay. No, that makes sense. So, next friend, Yeah. do you want to explain it? I mean... I can if you... Not, not, no. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, when somebody files... We read a case in our civil rights clinic where a kid was bringing suit against his school and his mother filed as his next friend Mm -hmm. because he was 17 years old and So when you don't have a certain amount of standing, like if you have a disability or if you're a kid, somebody can file as your next friend, but they have to have a significant relationship with you and be able to administer any sort of like money you would get or like any relief that you would get from the court. So PETA files as the monkey's next friend. The monkey PETA has decided is named Naruto, which is a thing that means nothing to me. I know that it's a joke in Ready Player One that I didn't get. That's it. Period, full stop. Very famous TV show. Yes. It's just a combination of letters to me, mm-hmm. but it's it's half the reason this episode title's going to be hilarious. I wonder if they crowd... Oh. <laughs> just figure that out. Yeah. Um, I do wonder if they, like... They probably crowdsourced that, right? You don't think they just picked Naruto. I think there's somebody at PETA who was like, you know, it would be great. No, because then it'd be Monkey McMonkface. You're very right. The the winning vote would have been um dog or like so you know like we named the monkey dog. PETA files as Naruto's next friend, and this is one. There are so many great little tidbits to this case. One of them is that in PETA's complaint, they say Naruto is a six-year-old male monkey, and the lawyer for Slater, the photographer, says the monkey in that picture is a female. So PETA may have filed on behalf of the wrong monkey. <laughs> Dude, animal rights is crazy. <laughs> it's so funny. It's but if oh, you want to sue... i be like, wrong monkey. <laughs> oh, hang in there, buddy. Oh, okay, I'm hanging in there. Get ready for this ride. I'm waiting. Slater says, if you want to sue in a court, you have to have something called standing, which is you have to... I don't... I don't know how to under explain standing other than, like, you deserve to be the person who sues on this. Blech. Standing, in short, means if you claim, if if the claim is that someone was robbed mm-hmm. and that person did the robbing, you, as the plaintiff bringing the complaint, need to show that you were harmed by the robbery. Right. You have to have robbery. some cognizable yeah. injury. Yeah. Like, something that we can look and say, the court can help you get back to where you were from this. Like if someone came and, I don't know why I'm stuck on robbery, but if someone came and stole all of your dresses, Mm -hmm. I could not file suit against that person 
under the claim that they stole your dresses. Unless it gave you emotional distress that I was no longer looking as good as I had been looking up to that point. That's fair. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, which, that's I mean... the only case. I really think everybody in the world would be able to make a claim on that. Because it's hard out there for you guys to not be able to look at me at my best. Because at my best, it's so good. High five, man. I'm loving that confidence. Yeah. That rolling. Yeah, I'm really... Yeah. It's Give me more of that. Let's humility. Go. Yeah, turn up on them. Nice for what? <laughs> Nice for what? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Louisiana. So Slater's lawyers say there's no injury. PETA can't sue. The monkey was not harmed by this in any way. Which is, again, I think they're giving up too much. I think they are giving too much credence to the other side's argument. But anyway. Oh, and Slater's attorney used the phrase monkey see, monkey sue. Boo. That's what I said in his that's complaint, not, not in his reason. official court documents. That is enough reason to Hate do that this. guy. Yeah. The district court judge in 2016 agreed that there was no standing and dismissed the case. Of course, PETA appeals it to the next level, which is the Ninth Circuit. And in July, they had their oral arguments on that issue in front of the Ninth Circuit on dismissal. In August, the parties told the Ninth Circuit they were going to settle. And then in September, the photographer, Slater, agreed to donate 25% of the proceeds from that photo ongoing in his book that he published the photo in, like in any media that used it. He agreed to donate 25% of that to like monkey conservation for these specific macaques Mm. in this specific area so all parties moved to vacate the case that should be it right your tone makes me think it isn't (laughs) it's not (laughs) it is not the end of the case for the best reason possible which is the ninth circuit denied the motion to vacate because Naruto was not a party to the settlement. Oh, so it invalidated the actual <laughs> settlement. Right, because the monkey was not able to agree to the settlement between the oh, photographer and PETA. Wait, so... Isn't that great? <laughs> Hang yeah, on. but then do the, are they still... Is, is the case still a thing? This is the night... Are they going to say he's a party to the settlement, but not a party to the settlement, but is a party, is represented in the suit? I don't know. So uh, the Ninth Circuit opinion says, We note that although PETA joins appellants in the motions to dismiss the appeal and vacate the district court judgment and claims to have reached a settlement agreement with appellees, it also points out that Naruto is not a party to the settlement agreement. It appears that the settlement agreement would not bar another attempt to file a new action. So basically the court says, we have the monkey has not agreed to this settlement. The monkey might not like 25%. He might think he's getting lowballed. Which makes sense. Or she. Or she. Or she. Do we know? I don't think we'll ever know. Mm -mm. So on April 23rd, 2018, which is? That's today. That's today. Yes. (laughs) The Ninth Circuit affirmed the district court ruling that animals have no authority to sue in copyright claims. Which is funny because the circuit court also said that even if animals could sue, which apparently there are some instances Mm -hmm. where animals can sue, Mm -hmm. but even if they could, PETA wasn't good enough friends to be the next friend. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you, you can't just claim to be, I guess the court was like, PETA can't claim to just be the next friend of every animal. Yeah, no, that's, that's they literally they said that. Oh, they okay. said PETA has no better relationship with Naruto than it does with any other animal. Wow, that's pretty dope. It was great. Yeah. Uh, so there was not enough of a significant relationship. Apparently, the cetacean community versus bush case from the Ninth Circuit says that animals have the standing to sue if the statute specifically says that they do. Do we have one? This is great. No. This is the the Ninth Circuit said in writing in a case, quote, nothing in the text of Article 3 explicitly limits the ability <laughs> to bring a claim in federal court to humans. Oh, my God. You have to put this in your Fed court final. <laughs> uh, but so, OK, so that was so dumb. <laughs> so that was a lot. That was during the Bush administration because this guy brought suit against like sonar uh, uh, because it was harming like uh, the whales dolphins. like all the dolphins whales mm-hmm. and porpoises in the ocean mm-hmm. he like sued on behalf that ninth circuit was like i don't know it doesn't say only humans can sue this ninth circuit is like i think in light of our naruto case we should review that case because they don't agree with it anymore and i think they might take that up like they might take up the cetacean case again amazing yeah slater the photographer got attorney's fees covered by PETA. so PETA not only didn't give money to the monkeys he actually they actually took bananas out of their banana pile (laughs) (laughs) you proud of that one yeah it's a banana. What could it cost? Twenty dollars? Manners. Uh, oh. Manners. I, I don't like that. Manners. No, I hate it. 
This is what I care about this week. Do you care about it now? Yes. Yes. No, I care about it. Had you heard about that before? Yes. Yes. Had not heard the ins and outs. I I knew there was a photographer who got a picture of a monkey, but the monkey took the photo, and so then that was some sort of legal dispute. Yeah. But I don't think I knew that it went to court. Yeah. I, so that's why, like, I, I did not know that at all that's what you were talking about. Yeah. Um, I legit thought it was one of those things where nature photographer gets a photo of a monkey, and then some groups, like, make a fuss about it in, like, a, hey, we're going to make a fuss about this because this is, this is like, this is what we do. We're an advocacy group. We're trying to look out for these interests. But then they just reach some sort of settlement thing and it goes away. I did yeah. not know this like reached the Ninth <laughs> Circuit of the United States federal court system. That's so that's amazing. Reached my, it twice, technically, yeah. right? Yeah. They ruled on this, um, they they invalidated the settlement and then ruled on the case. That's- Griffin McElroy from My Brother, My Brother and Me said because he like opened the show with mm. this, which as a legal person mm-hmm. I was really excited. He said that he thinks the Ninth Circuit refused to dismiss after the settlement because they have. He was like, we want to do a fun one. We have to do all the hard ones. <laughs> We want a fun one. Yeah. This one's fun. You're not going to take this one away from us. Give us our monkey selfie case. Well, my monkey selfie case. I want it. You know what? I bet he's right because you mm-hmm. can totally, I can totally imagine those judges like in chambers seeing this in the district court being yep. like, hey guys, we got a, there's a really interesting one coming up. Just wait till this. And then, and then they're like, guys, it's settled. Settled? <laughs> like, can you just see like yeah. some judge on the night circuit be like, no, I wanted that one. Okay. So here's my, as a person who is obsessed with, Silicon Valley and tech right now. The show or the place? Yes. Okay. Uh, both. I caught up on the show today and it was great. I'm thinking uh, about watching it. It's fun. I think I saw the first two episodes when it first came out, which yeah. was what, three years ago? It's in its fifth season. Okay, so, so five years ago. Yeah. Wow. I know. Um, and I think I liked it. In fact, I don't think I don't even think it was one of those where I liked it and then didn't like it enough. I think I just fell off at some point. So yeah. I'll go back to it. Yeah. Uh, but as a person who's obsessed with te- the tech industry right now, mm-hmm. my question is: If an AI writes a song or paints a picture, who owns that? Do they? Because they, they don't get copyright or mm-hmm. do they like westworld just came back so i'm all about mm-hmm. robots consciousness questions of what makes a person mm-hmm. and in the movie her which mm-hmm. is wonderful scarlett johansson who's wonderful right. voices an ai who like writes a song right who owns that song who gets the copyright from it mm-hmm. who can sue can is the creator the ai or is the creator the next friend yeah. or does the creator not have anything to do with it once it like sets the consciousness free or whatever. This is my exciting next question. Yeah, I just mean, in general. First off, off the bat, I don't like the robot stuff. Yeah. I didn't. I, I I don't think I knew that for sure, but I know this. I don't like the robot stuff. I don't like the AI movies. I think it's some combination of being worried that we're getting too close. Like, I'll be honest with you guys. I think a big reason why I won't use Siri and don't like Alexa and Hey Google is because I am I actually don't want my things talking back to me. I actually don't <laughs> like it. I don't want it. You must hate it. Beauty and the Beast. No. I knew that was going to happen. I just uh, got actual chills. David said the name of the Amazon device and awakened my Amazon device. and it That just actually scared the living daylights <laughs> out of me. Wow. Yeah, she's listening, dude. Ooh. See, this is what I'm talking about. I don't like it. I don't like this. <laughs> and that stuff actually kind of freaks me out a little bit, both because of that. Like, I don't like it. That actually freaks me out. I don't need it. But then also from the perspective of I do genuinely think that that raises like a really interesting question. It's like, oh, how close do you have to get to like, holy crap, that's going to freak me out for like. <laughs> this is it. This is fine. And it is absolutely discrimination that the droids are not allowed into the most Eisley cantina you let everybody else in there it is insane that you're like can't bring your droids in here gotta leave your droids outside these are c-3po is the biggest wimp in the star wars universe if he cannot come into your bar you're doing something wrong. i have no idea no idea whatsoever how they get away with having any kinds of restrictions on droids going places mm-hmm. i don't know why the droids agree with it because like R2-D- in my mind yeah. they're literally just like any other you've got Four billion different kinds of life forms with extremely different appearances, extremely different communication styles. You could tell me that droids are actually a very lost alien race whose bodies are made up of metal, and I'd be like, yeah, that seems just as likely yeah. as they were built. So why yeah. on earth do we treat them that way? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. I mean, I get that, like, if I now were to go out on 6th Street, like, with a Roomba in my mm-hmm. arms, they would probably say, you can't bring that in here. But that's not they really. They'll probably let you bring your Roomba in. On well, 6th yeah, Street. but I'm like. <laughs> They'll probably let you bring it in. 
depends on what time of night, right? Yeah, it'd be like if you were like, I want to bring my Roomba, they'd be like, sure, whatever, lady, like, <laughs> just just don't be a problem. Roomba. Yeah, I don't think you'd get that. Room bar. <gasps> I'm gonna open a Roomba bar. Nope. No, I am. I don't think uh, this no. is it. Mm-mm. Oh, that'd be so fun. I don't think so. Oh, it'd be no, so cute. I really don't think oh, so. DJ Roomba tearing uh, it up. Then people are going to stand on the Roombas and they're going to get dizzy and then you got to deal with that. That's liability. We don't want that. You don't want that. Roombas? What? Why? Room bar. Room bar. Room bar. Nope. You're not getting help. I am. No, I don't uh, need any help on that one. That's uh, it for me this week. That's that's how I feel about that. All right. That I'm stuff. headed out now. That's it for me this um, week. I'm super. That's not what I, meant. I, I super enjoyed the story. I do think that's a really. I think to answer your question, we didn't actually answer your question about the AI. I feel like they'll probably give it, just like they're going to say to this guy, it's like, well, the guy who did all of the setting up of the stuff, that's who we're going to give it to. I feel like they're going to do the same as like whoever built or programmed or is managing the AI. Mm-hmm. That's who's going to, that's who's, who they're going to give the credit to. I would assume that's yeah. how they're going to do it. You say you knew she was going to do that. Has she done that before? No, when you say its name, it wakes up. I didn't say thanks for letting me know. Because it probably thought you said something else. I'm so upset. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> this is going to bother me for a while, but that's okay. Well, this is I'm why right. on Pod Save America, when John Lovett was like, Amazon device name, call mom. And a bunch of people were angry because like it called their estranged mothers. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So if anybody's listening to this on speaker, you awakened their Amazon device name when yeah. you said it on this podcast. Man, that, wow, that really freaked me out. I didn't even know it was going to freak me out that much. So I thought I was being a little hyperbolic with me liking it, but that <laughs> proved to me that I really genuinely am freaked out by you it. Because I got, I got mm, actual chills. You should not watch great. Westworld. No, I don't plan on it. No. I really don't. I don't <laughs> think great. that's my Everyone else. else should, though. Awesome. Yeah. Well, dope. That was good. Great. I enjoyed that. Me too. Like, I, that was, wow, that was scary. I didn't like that at all. I didn't. <laughs> It's not real fear. Are you good? Do we need to come back and do the second half a different time? No, I'm like, I'm I'm a little tempted to go unplug it, but that's about it. You know, it's okay. Okay, don't act like you haven't really enjoyed my Amazon device. It was. I mean, that one time it was hilarious. I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. What What did you do that made you enjoy it so much, David? (laughs) This is. I can't stand this person. Listener, I'm sure it comes through. I hate this guy so much. <laughs> what time was it, David? You know, there was one time. What time? It was like... What hour? Like 1.30. Yeah. No, it was 4 a.m. <laughs> it was 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> David was sleeping on the couch. And my a- my Amazon device is in my living room, and the speakers are in my bedroom. The speakers are in her bedroom. <laughs> so I was like, you know, hey, you, device, how about you play Ants Marching, Dave Matthews Band, Volume 10. Oh, man. Oh, Four so in the bad. morning, I'm oh, laying right. in my bed and just, bow, 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 bow. And she goes, she goes, Amazon device, Stop. But it's playing on volume 10. So what are you going to do? It's too loud. Uh, and so it just keeps going. She goes, Amazon device, stop! Oh, oh my God. And David was cackling. Oh, and so funny. He wakes up in the morning. Oh. It was miserable, and I was just, stop, stop, please, help. So, so funny, man. So, so proud of myself. All right, wow. it's your wow. turn, man. That put me in a wonderful mood. Okay. Great. So um, you're not freaked out anymore. It's a, I'll work through it. All right. <laughs> so it's my turn. Yes, it is. Let's see how this goes. No. Are you ready for my statement? No. What, 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 what's that? I saw it what's over your face? shoulder. I saw the picture. Do you see, like, do you know what I'm going to say? Yeah, just say it. I saw the picture, and then you said something about its stats, and I just, ugh. Yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, this is about what I thought. But, go ahead, um, go ahead. Here's my sentence. Mm. Magikarp evolves Zero. into Gyarados. Negative a billion? Yeah. No, no caring. What, one more time? Magikarp. No. Evolves into Gyarados. Oh my god, I could not care less if I tried. Oh, my whole body is rejecting this sentence. <laughs> Tell me more of your thoughts. What, what else do you have? I thought Naruto was just letters. 
But the sentence Magikarp evolves into Gyarados is more just letters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I do this, I am going to preface it by saying I acknowledge and frankly probably apologize to you and to the listeners that we're slipping right onto the edge, right on right right on the edge of a of a of a total nerddom. Total nerddom for me. And I acknowledge that. And to that end, I'm not going to spend, like, a bunch of time boring everyone with the nerd stuff. I recognize that. That's fine. You've already spent um, too much. I haven't even said anything. What I am going to say You said Magikarp is, evolves I, into Gyarados. I don't believe in evolution. <laughs> I'm a Pokemon creationist. Say, you, there was, like, a while there. I remember we were going to a church. I distinctly remember we were going to a church where the pastor was like, Y'all can't be letting your kids play Pokemon. And I remember being like, what? Hold on, what happened? And he's like, evolution. And I remember being like, let's see, because it would have been like the year 2002 or something like that. So I would have been nine years old. And I remember being like, this feels like a stretch. (laughs) Wait, okay. Were you guys not allowed to watch Disney movies because of like mysticism and stuff? Were there Disney movies that were off limits for y'all? We didn't have cable, so that's why I didn't get to watch Disney movies. I just didn't have Disney okay. Channel. Because <laughs> I, re- I distinctly remember like in like eighth grade, I was mm-hmm. talking to a girl in my youth group, mm-hmm. and she was like, I wasn't allowed to watch Pocahontas. And I was like, I wasn't either. And at the same time, she said, because of spirits? And I said, because of historical inaccuracy? Because <laughs> that was Bethlehem's hang-up, yeah, which is a good hang-up. That's, that's a great one. It's a great hang-up because Pocahontas yeah. is a great movie, but a complete lie. Ridiculous. Like, Oh man, John Smith was awful, and Pocahontas was twelve, and her husband brought her to England, and she died of diseases because she even blonde with the real John Smith. Yeah, like I don't. He's like blonde with Cali bro. I don't know flow, but he was played by Mel Gibson in the movie, so that all kind of self fulfilled that prophecy. Is that true? Yes, I would not lie to you. Thomas is played by Christian Bale. The, like, sweet little sailor boy on the ship is played by Christian Bale. What? How did you not know any of this? Why on earth would I? No, no, no. I'm not taking that. Why on earth would I know any of this? Okay, I'm sorry. How ridiculous would it sound for me to say, you know, John Smith in the Disney movie Pocahontas? It's actually Mel Gibson. Did you know? That would sound ridiculous. Now, please get back to telling me about Magic Carp. She's gonna say it. She's so upset. It's fine. Like just is... go, just get this over. Yeah. We're... Oh my gosh. So you're extra, you're extra no on this, which is what I was anticipating. Just so we're clear, I don't expect you to care about this. I'm just gonna do this. We'll see. Do it. So um... I'm gonna check my text messages. Oh my gosh. This is. Oh, that's oh our friend Pat is apparently gonna work with Macaques. <laughs> of course he. Is. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Pat and the Macaques is gonna be his only, his band name. Only Patrick. Only Patrick. Yeah. This is a pure Patrick. Oh, oh man. Okay. I don't want to hear about this. So, really, all that I want to say to preface this is you are absolutely correct in that Magikarp and Gyarados are Pokemon. Thank and you. I know you don't care about Pokemon. You're, I, I, no, I'm saying this for them. Less I'm for more you, of right? a Digimon gal. I was not. What? Tell me more about that. <laughs> no, Kidding. I just said I know, that because yeah, I, I know Kill. that word. Yeah, and uh, they are actually part of the original 151. <gasps> Whoa! There are now like 800 of these little pocket monsters running around, right? Um, <sighs> do you understand? I'm asking, honestly, do you understand the basic premise of how you would play one of the games? I know they go up against each other. Yeah. So I want to are... say I understand as much as possible so as to suffer as little explanation as possible. I'm right there with you. So like, You're not at all. No, I, I totally am. Like, I don't... I don't want to over-explain any of this. I don't want to subject you to any more <laughs> Pokemansplaining. Pokey, oh, that is frustratingly good. Thank you. Props for that one. Yeah. So no, but that's why I'm asking. So understand the base premise of how the how the game works. Yeah. How about you, Ashlyn? How do I what? Do you like understand the base premise of how that game works? There are balls, and you like throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. What? Uh, that's not wrong. No, that's yeah, you wrong. catch the Pokemon in the Pokeballs. That's not wrong. Yeah, so there's two main aspects of these games, right? Oh. And they all, it's pretty good. There's these hundreds of these little fictional creatures. You use it's the balls. It's good that he knows they're fictional. That's a start. You use the balls to catch them and train them. And then once you have caught them, you then train them by battling them against each other. That's all you really know about the mechanics. It's just like law school. Yeah. <laughs> they caught us and now we just battle each other. 
It's a little bit like that. See, so you're already finding commonality. See, you didn't. I didn't have to help you with yeah, that. Yeah, me and Magic Carp um, have so much in common. So no, I'm the hot Pokemon. I'm Eevee. <gasps> Emily Eevee. Is Eevee hot? Isn't that the like what? The like long pink cat. What is that? You know what I'm talking about. That's not Eevee. No, you're right. What is that? Oh, do you mean is it? Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, listeners, we're trying to figure it out. Is it is it that pink thing? No, those aren't Pokemon. Those are... These this are. is not a touchscreen. No, it's none of these. It's none of these. No, it... M- Mewtwo? Try Mew. No, it's this. It's a long pink cat. That's Mew! Okay, it's okay. Mew. But you were talking about Mew or Mewtwo. Which were you talking about? I'm not sure. We don't know. They're all the same. I'm confused. I don't believe in evolution. Here. They're all the same. Well, long as long as you're here. So you, you apparently have heard of a couple of these. So here's Magikarp. I just want you to see a picture of Magikarp. No! Don't look. <laughs> <laughs> this is... The most I have talked about Pokemon since second grade. I would imagine. All okay, right. it's a fish. Fish with a crown? Yeah, so this is it. Can you describe the fish? It looks stupid. It looks really stupid, doesn't that's, it? That's and that's not even a diss. It has kind of like a <laughs> like a Fu Manchu. Mm-hmm. And its eye is like enormous. But it has the world's smallest pupil. Yeah. To really like highlight how stupid and vapid it is right. and how useless. It looks like a goldfish. It looks yeah. like it has a thirty second memory maximum. <laughs> yeah. Are you intimidated by this in any way? Are you bothered by this in any way? If you were hypothetically in a fictional world to come across this, how, what what do we think? I mean, it looks like it could do almost less in water than it could do out of water. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just so, like, I think you, if it were out of water, it could, like, make me uncomfortable with its long little mustache hairs. Yes. But in water, I would just be like, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. I really enjoy this description. I think that is pretty apt. Great. Um, so Thank Magikarp you. is kind of ironically named because it is absolutely useless. I'm just going to read some of the descriptions from the... There's like an encyclopedia in the game, not in real life, but like in the game where like I mean, you, there's probably one in real there's life all, somewhere. There's also them in real life. I'm just trying to explain what I'm talking about. Thank like you. in the game, once you catch one, you can fill the entry in this encyclopedia and it'll like say a little, a, just a little like piece about it, right? Great. Um, here are some of the things that that encyclopedia. It's called a Pokédex, in case you were wondering. No. Nope. She wasn't wondering. She wasn't wondering. Was um, these are some of the things that it says about it. It is said to be the world's weakest Pokémon. No one knows why it has managed to survive. And I was laughing because these are so sad. It is virtually worthless. In terms of both power and speed, it is the most weak and pathetic Pokémon in the entire world. Yeah, wait. Hang on. You're starting to get me on its side. <laughs> Am I? Am I? Is that happening? Let me keep going. I'm going to keep going. You ready? I'm just going to keep going. Here's another one. Don't do this. It's reckless leaps make it easy pickings for predators. On the bright side, many Pokemon enjoy longer lifespans thanks to Magikarp. What? Because they eat it and are able to survive. Yeah, right? It's also like a little dark because it's supposed to be a kid's game. Another one. (laughs) A Magikarp living for many years can leap over a mountain using Splash. The move remains useless, though. Not if you need to get to the other side of the mountain. <laughs> and this is why I was laughing because I was going through these entries and I was like, these are so unnecessarily, ridiculously savage. And this is so, like, Poor little guy. Usually, the, usually the entries are much more of like just what you would expect out of an encyclopedia, informative, little bit of backstory. Instead, all none of, these of are this just, is what I'd expect out of an encyclopedia. This is just. I, this is just flaming the thing, right? Like, yeah. Just, this is like if you looked up in the encyclopedia, mosquito, and it was like stupid little bug, got wings, doesn't even live that long, trash. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Does extend the lifespan of frogs who eat it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd be like, its main benefit is as a food source. Like, <laughs> like if you read this in a you'd be like, this is very unprofessional. Whoever wrote this encyclopedia, mm. that's how bad they're flaming this thing. Most Pokemon can learn four attacks at a time, and... <sighs> Most Pokemon can learn, you know, let's say, like 15 to 20 attacks over the course of their growth, right? Sure. Magikarp can learn two. Aww. One attack is Tackle, which is where you just sort of hurl yourself towards the other one. The other attack is Splash, which literally does... It's the only thing in the entire game that does literally nothing. Like, if you, if you tell it to use Splash, it will say, Magikarp, use Splash. Nothing happened, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's what it says. It's beyond useless. It is also, so there's a number of different stats. Yeah. 
that a Pokemon can have. Attack, defense, special attack, special defense, speed. Oh my god, health. I'm so bored. Okay. That's fine. I'm done with that. Yeah. All I'm saying is we've got all of those. The if boredom up... comes in spurts. It's just the, the longer I, I the sentence about Pokemon is. I know, the... yeah. yeah. If you were to sum up the sum of its stats, it is tied for the eighth weakest out of 807 Pokemon. And the only ones, I looked up just out of curiosity, the only ones that are weaker than it are the ones that are literal caterpillars. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> like, like, this thing is pretty much useless. And at the same time, if you try to train it, so the like I said, the way you do is you like train them by battling and then they gain experience and then they level up and stuff. There are five different categories of like leveling up, like different types. It is in the slow experience group. So oh, level, same. It, it levels up in the slowest possible oh my God. category. So I want you to imagine this. You've got this magic card, and you're like, well, apparently it's useless. But, you know, I'm going to give it a try. I'm still going to try and work with it. But instead, you realize that it has basically no stats, no attack power. It only has, it, it, it really only has two stats because it would be the worst Pokemon, but it has pretty high speed. Because they're like, well, I guess it's a fish. It can swim fast. And it has okay defense. So it's a punching bag, you know? Aww. So it can't really hit. It can take a couple of shots, and that's really it. So you're you're like, oh, I guess I'll train and see what happens. And it turns out it's it can't hit. It knows one attack and another attack that isn't even an attack. Even when you're saying, well, maybe I'll just level up and it'll become something, it takes forever to do that, right? <sighs> um Additionally, so you can fish kind of all throughout. Like, anytime there's a body of water, you can fish. It is the most common thing to pop up where you're fishing, no matter where you're fishing. So anytime you're fishing... Well, it's a fish. But there are, like, lots of different fish things in the game, but it by far is the most common. And so just imagine... Because most of the time, all the others, like, only pop up in certain types of water or certain places. And so imagine... This is another thing that happens all the time. You're like, I want to catch this thing. I got a fish for it. You fishing? Oh, you caught a fish. Magikarp. (sighs) Useless. Like So this thing is really just the punching bag of the game in, like, every single way, right? Mm -hmm. Most Magikarp you're going to catch somewhere, like, level 5 to 10, because they're weak and sure. not good. But if you can get it to level 20, it becomes a Gyarados. But it takes so long to get to level 20. It takes, yeah. And it, this is the way it works. It's one of the like first things you can catch in the game. But you can catch other stuff in the game. And so if you're using another one, you're, you're like, even if I'm going to do this, I would so much rather train something else. Because it's stronger, faster, and levels up quicker. Why on earth would I stick to this? Yeah. But if you can get a Magikarp to level 20, it evolves into a Gyarados. Whoa! Which is... That's a scary fish. Significantly more scary. Yeah. Seems to have... So this is another another version of it. But um, So that gives you... And if it's you get intense. To a Gyarados, yeah, it's pretty intense. It's a lot. You want to describe it as long as we're on the podcast? It's big. It wouldn't make sense for me to do it. It still has the... It still has the Fu Manchu, but now it seems to serve a purpose. And it's got like four... <laughs> It has like four teeth now, and it has kind of like dragony wing type things, and it's got mm-hmm. it's much more dragon than fish. Yeah, so that's uh, Gyarados. It has the tenth highest stat total. Wow. Of any Pokemon, and really, again, I went and looked. The only ones that are higher than it are the like legendary ones, which essentially are the deities. Of like the game. you don't get them. Yeah. Yeah, like there's one of them in the game. It's impossible to catch that sort of thing, right? I'm gonna read some of Gyarados's Pokédex entries. A tale is told of a town that angered Gyarados. Before the sun rose the next day, flames utterly consumed the town, leaving not a trace behind. There are some regions where it's called the Deity of Destruction, an atrocious Pokémon rarely seen in the wild. When it does appear, it's usually running rampant in a destructive rage, behavior that has the unfortunate side effect of leaving whole cities in ruin. It is said that when humans begin a conflict, Gyarados incinerates the towns of both warring parties. There are records of Gyarados rampages lasting as long as a month. Gyarados is also a Pokemon that is used by more than a third of the Pokemon League champions, which are like the, mm. like the pinnacle player of the game. It is also used by multiple gym leaders and two of the arch villains throughout the games. So it's one of the most powerful, most clear examples of, like, you're in trouble if you're right. facing one, right? And so, at the same time, evolving a Gyarados level 20, that's one. Of, that's maybe the earliest level that you can get one of that power, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine someone knows that they're eventually going to want a Gyarados. But you can't really, like, catch a Gyarados. You can only catch a magic card. <laughs> and so, you go out, you catch this floppy little useless fish. Oh, I love him. He's useless. You've I seen love, him. He's I love trash. Him so much. I honestly, I wish I could have found you a good video of him, because in the game, it's literally just like. Oh, like, I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just flopping. I've been friends with you for three years. I've seen a freaking Pokemon. What? I feel like that's not even fair. No, I, like I have seen Pokemon. you playing your Game Boy Advance or whatever you have. Really? 3DS. Interesting. Is that that's what a, it is? Yeah. 
Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know that. Well, yeah. So you, you catch your I magic know card. things. Apparently, so, I yeah. pay attention. You catch your magic card. Yes, I do. And it has one attack. <laughs> it can't learn another one. It grows extremely slowly, and half the time what you end up having to do is you have to do one of two things. Either you have to just keep using tackle over and over, and then you have to like keep like feeding it berries to restore its health. <laughs> or you have to like use it a couple of times to attack, and then when the opponent is like too strong, pull him out and put someone else in. But because he was in for part of the battle, he still gets points for it. And working with him is just and eventually, eventually. You get into that level 20. And when you get into level 20, all that hard work and nurturing and patience pays off, and you now have a Gyarados, essentially a destroyer of worlds that you now have on your side. Trogdor. Yeah, again, because you were able to do it at level 20 versus most of the time, you've got to get up to at least level 36, level 40, or 55. Those are like the next biggest levels where you get like ones of that stature. So if you're willing to put in the time and like work through it, you can have this like destroyer of worlds really early on. And then by putting in the work early, it makes the rest of it a lot easier. Mm. And the last little thing I want to say about it is pretty much every Pokemon, believe it or not, it has some real-world allegory, some real-world tie-in. That's why Magikarp basically looks like a carp. Magikarp is based on the Asian carp, which is easily frightened by disturbances in water and can jump 8 to 10 feet in the air. And Magikarp's evolution into Gyarados is based on an old legend from China about how carp that leapt over a dragon's gate can become dragons. Oh, that's uh, cool. And several waterfalls and cataracts throughout China are believed to be the actual real-world location of the Dragon's Gate. And the legend is an allegory of the drive and efforts needed to overcome obstacles. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And the yeah. games pay homage to that. In one of the, in, there's one of the games where, like, there's a task where you have to convince a Magikarp to... <sighs> this is a game that I never played because this crossed the threshold for me <laughs> in terms of too far over there. Oh, boy. It's called Pokemon Snap. And it was on the Nintendo 64. And it literally was a game... Where you took pictures of Pokemon. Mm-mm. Full stop. Mm-mm. That's it. That's the whole thing. But so. But if yeah. a Pokemon takes a picture of itself, who owns the copyright? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would have been the next stage. Like I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure they're gonna come out with that one next, just to you know mess with everyone's heads. <gasps> but so be fun. one of one of the challenges in that game was to convince a Magikarp somehow to swim up a waterfall. At which point it evolved into a Gyarados to take the picture. So just a cool homage to like a real world old myth or old like fable that then made its way into this game in a very real way that requires a lot of really hard work on a on a little dumb useless thing that requires a lot of nurturing and then actually ends up being pretty amazing if you're willing to put in a little bit of work. So I ask you, do you care? I care more about that than I cared about Spirited Away. I'm going to take that yeah. because yeah. I, don't, I don't think you thought you were going to get there. Yeah, no, and, I didn't. Um, I cared. It's because you made the fish relatable. That's what he is, though. That's the whole point of the fish being in the game. So Sweet. Yeah. You did it. I'm hype about that one. All right. I watched this and be like, this is what I would really like to do, but not at all confident that we were going to get you there. So that's pretty The dope. visual aids helped. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because <laughs> the fish is so stupid looking. My goodness. Oh, great. All right. Episode two down. Yeah. Do you think we're as charming this week as we were last week? I mean, there's only one way to find out. No. I feel like we're a bad judge because, I mean, I like you. I think you like me. You're fine. So that, well, that yep, that works. So, um, you know, it well, keep you I, humble. I thought it was cool, but there's only really only way one way to find out, and that's to see what other people think about it. Um, but I'm having fun. Yeah. I really never thought I'd be able to get you to listen to me talk about that for I mean, more than I don't know, 45 seconds. You so actually had to trap me into it on mic to get me to do a it. A little bit, yeah. So, so I'm working with it. All proud right. of you. So I guess so. One of my other favorite podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, um, which should not be news to anybody who's listening because I think all the people listening are still our friends. But I like when a podcast reads some of their reviews. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna read our. Do we have reviews? We have a review. We have a review. <laughs> this is from, and I know it's gonna be hard hard to know who this is, but somebody named Douglas. Mm-hmm. Who says very good podcast? And this Douglas, maybe Coonfield, I don't know. That's just a guess. Who knows? Says this podcast is good. I like that they had a bajillion sign-offs. We did. I don't know if we should keep doing that though. Listen, a bajillion sign-offs got us to a 5.0 out of five rating. On we the- have a five-star podcast. Because because the only person who rated it is Doug, and he gave us five stars. That's amazing. Yeah. So feel free to rate us. 
I mean, on the podcast, not like as people. I'm still pretty fragile from law school, and it's going to take me like a year to get to the point where you can come up to me and rate me as a person, and I'll be good. Honestly, you can rate me as long as you're specific. You know, I I think I can handle criticism as long as you tell me like what to fix. So you know, cut that. Yeah, that's I I can work with it. Not me. But. Still fragile, baby bird. <laughs> Just hold off a couple months. Like, no, d- just don't. Please don't. I'll- That's how I get rated. Somebody's like, hey, you could do it. And I'm like, I know. He's like, I, I do like criticism. Me. I just, it's just like an inner circle thing. Yeah, no, that's yeah. real. I feel that. Yeah. I do think if some random person walked up to me on the street, <laughs> I'm not even sure I'd be offended. I think I'd be mad without being offended. I think I'd honestly somehow. be impressed. Would be that too. Yeah. Honestly, just being honest, I might be like, they crazy. I don't even know. That yeah. person don't even know what I look That's like. Fair. That person probably thought I was a walking, like, pink dolphin. They don't know. I'm not a person. Mm, dolphins out. If somebody came up to me and said I was a porpoise, I'd take it. What? Dolph- That's an actual insult. Dolphins? Are you kidding? Dolphins are the hot girls of the ocean. Everybody thinks they're so cool. Everybody thinks they're so smart. They're not that cool, and they're not that smart. Porpoises are where it's at. Porpoises do the hard work without the glamour. Nobody puts porpoises on posters. They are in danger. They don't. They really don't. No. People don't put them on posters No, you could not buy any porpoise merchandise at your book fair in no, elementary school. you could not. I think porpoises are the true heroes of the ocean. I feel like we only recently, and by we, I mean the mainstream. Yeah. Like oceanographers are going to be like, we've been on porpoises since 1830. But, yeah. You know, they looked them up whatever. on porpoise. David's laughing so hard he can't breathe. Oh my gosh, you think he's dying. Make he's my, on... Make my face hurt. That's Whoa. not David saying that. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. See, what I'm going to do is edit it. <laughs> so I just say that and then you start laughing. <laughs> That's the power you've yeah, given yeah, yeah. me. I don't mind. That seems fair. I feel, personally, I really feel like the one that we love even, you know what we love even more than dolphins? It used to be bottlenose dolphins. You know where it's at now. Hot girls of the ocean. You know, no, but they were. But you know Where's who it, it is at now? now? Orcas. Yeah, they're still mean. Yeah, but people, I mean, dolphins are mean. Orcas are ruthless. I completely agree. I but can't... people love them so much in between the whole, like, sea world well, blackfish black thing. thing. Then people are real sympathetic to them as well. Yeah. And they're already, like, they got Free the Willy's been doing that work yeah. for a long time. Yeah, and because they travel in such tight-knit pods, we've got so much footage of them all snuggly and stuff. So I feel like <laughs> they're killer whales, okay? You Dude, gotta, they're killer. You gotta calm down, Bruh. honestly. You need to Bruh. relax. These killer whales are sick. I'm, They're very sick. Please get them out of SeaWorld. Yeah, <laughs> We're so really worried about yeah, them. Yeah, we, yeah, we got oh, it. PETA's going to be all over us for this episode. Stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Voldemort saying the name. It like invokes yeah, the thing. We don't mean anything by it. It's, no. it's literally just they were involved yeah. in what we were talking about. And yeah. that's all. There's no judgment or anything being passed here. Right. I mean, not on Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know, Emily, what did you care about this week? It's a good question. I read an article this afternoon. I wrote down the title, my handy dandy notebook. It's called I Feel Pretty and the Rise of Beauty Standard Denialism by Amanda Hess. And I know that's like a long, complicated title. Um, (laughs) And it was in the, (laughs) here's the thing. It was one of those where I like, I looked at it and I was like, I only have five free New York Times articles this month. (laughs) And I clicked on it and I read it and I was like, that was really good. But I didn't save it. Mm. And then I wanted to go back to it to think about it for the podcast. So I had to click it again. Uh, But then I saved it as a PDF the second time. So yeah. Um, Amy Schumer's in this new movie called I Feel Pretty where she like she's like a soul cycle and she falls off her soul cycle and then gets some sort of concussion that makes her like think she's super hot and so she like walks around in the world like she's super hot and gets all this stuff like gets a bunch of promotions at work and like hot dudes are super into her just because she's acting confident now and I couldn't figure out what bothered me about that premise because like it should be good right like women be confident and then you'll have stuff and this article by amanda hess was really good about saying this isn't actually taking pressure off of women it's actually putting more pressure on them one of the lines is that women have to perform femininity and feminism at the same time uh and like feminism is so hard like trying to figure out how you feel about your own body trying to like be positive about it without actually feeling positive about it not knowing why you can't get there it's like the internalized misogyny i always describe as like the call is coming from inside the house uh and this article was just a really good way of getting at it and i haven't seen i feel pretty i'm sure it's fine but i don't watch amy schumer movies unless lebron is in them it's my policy would you watch this movie if lebron was in it yeah 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 
Yeah. He's real good in Trainwreck, man. I, I know. I've been told. Yeah. I'm fully aware. Yeah. I think I was listening to a different podcast where someone was talking to John Cena and said, mm-hmm. yo, you were great in Trainwreck. And apparently John Cena's response was straight up like, uh, no, LeBron was great. You think I was great? <laughs> LeBron was great. Apparently uh, that was like his actual response. I love John Cena. Also, John Cena was great in Trainwreck. Yeah. It's just, yeah. we're all just living in LeBron's shadow. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't get a tan. That seems a good point, though. Do you, do you, are you, do you think everybody should go read this article? Or? I think people should read it. Yeah. Yeah. What's one What's thing you that? cared about this week? Them pelicans oh, got yeah. out the brooms. What That's does what that I care about mean? this week. Them pelicans got them brooms out. They swept, swept they mopped, them they. All the way back to Voodoo Donut. Who'd they sweep? Them trailblazers. What state are the trailblazers from? Oregon. Mm. Do you know what city? Pub. Portland. Portland. Portland Trailblazers. Great team. Three seed in the West. I want you to know. Pelicans, six seed in the West. So, underdog. In fact, if you go back and look, all 20-something ESPN analysts said Trailblazers somewhere between five to seven games. They said Trail... Not a single person thought the Pelicans were going to win the series. What's up? You're laughing. I'm dead serious. No, I want you to know you made me so nervous when you said what city, and I knew there was only one city that I knew in Oregon, and I got so nervous that I almost said Panama. <laughs> you're like what city and i was like oh god panama that's my fault for putting you on the spot i guess but i got excited sorry great no it's fine later. i just like this to be a communal yeah. thing so as much as we can just I'm go excited back and forth, for you yeah you know, socratic method i yeah. don't know but you know and man first first of all i mean i'm from louisiana already so i'm really about rooting for the hometown team you know they were the hornets they were good for several years there they had chris paul and david west and mm-hmm. tyson chandler and payas Djokovic. chris paul leaves town everybody leaves town magic Team's not good gyarados. anymore. what they yeah had, yeah they had magic heart gyarados <laughs> why somebody's gonna be named oh, that, yeah. that would be an amazing basketball player name magic cop gyarados that's one of those key and peel east west bowl that names that is very much a key and peel east west bowl name yeah <laughs> My name is uh, Magikarp Gyarados, but not actually because we're Key and Peele and we're not trying to get sued by Nintendo. It's an so, amazing Key so and Peele they were, they were incredible. And, you know, I've been with them from the beginning since before they were the Pelicans. In fact, that's the other thing. So, you know, they were the mm-hmm. Hornets because the Hornets moved from Charlotte to New Orleans. Oh, yeah. And then they get to New Orleans. And then Charlotte gets a new team because Michael Jordan brings them back. And so then we're like, what are we going to name our team? And they named it the Pelicans of all things. The the goofiest. No one hears Pelicans and thinks you up. they're amazing. They'll scoop you right up with their big mouth. Well, you know, they do like to post that video of that pelican. Have you ever seen that video of that pelican in, like, some park in London that just walked up to a pigeon and just... <laughs> it is horrifying. So into it. It is horrifying. That sounds amazing. Being, no, it's actually horrifying because you can see the pel- the the pigeon like trying to. Mm, that's I like I like the friendly pelican in uh in Finding Nemo. That's Jeffrey mm-hmm. Rush. That's just like come on, get in my mouth, brother, or whatever. Yeah, that's way better. He's Australian. I was really bad. It's okay. Do you want to try again? No, I have a pretty good reputation of doing terrible accents on this podcast, and I think I'm just gonna keep it up. You sure you don't want to try one more time? Come on, get my mouth, brother. That's what you did there. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like Cockney accent. Yeah, it's not. That's like full on attack the block, John Boyega. Well, that's all right. Come but, on, no. bruv. Get in me mouth. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not you know what's great? Like. Timothy Spall, who's, he plays like Peter Pettigrew, mm-hmm. he is so British that he can't say his own name right. He says Timothy Spall. <laughs> he doesn't say Timothy. He says Timothy. Pretty adorable. That's delightful. Yeah. Also, his son is super hot. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall. Speaking of Timothy Spall, so these pelicans. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. (laughs) And, you know, we renamed the pelicans. Basket Spall. I'm rooting for them. They draft Anthony Davis. They get Drew Holiday. It's years years of being like, he's got no help. Then they get DeMarcus Cousins last summer. Best center in the league. We're like, dope. We got the two best centers in the whole NBA. We're going to go to the playoffs. DeMarcus Cousins goes down in January because he tears his Achilles. We're real sad about it. We're like, dang it, we're going to miss the playoffs. DeMarcus is going to leave. Anthony Davis is going to leave. Why is everything terrible what happens instead anthony davis goes on an insane tear drew holiday joins them we make it to the playoffs as the six seed and then we sweep them four games to none i don't even care what happens after this because what happens next is, is we lose to the warriors next but until then i'm so happy that's what i care about this week i'm hype about it i'm proud of you 
even though that you wasn't had necessary. Nothing to do with it. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not proud of myself. I'm just hype about it. I'm excited. It's fun. I enjoy it. I'm excited for you, but I did care about Pokemon already today. So I there's really only so much I can get. Only I had to care about that. Yes, you you, me, you're right. You're right. You and you about, did listen to me it. very nicely about feminism. David, you were a huge ally to me listening to me talk about feminism and Amy Schumer. So I'm going to be an ally to you oh, now. Yes. Hashtag ally. That's way worse. Oh, that's fine. Listen well, you know me. what? I think we can just agree that we both had fun things this week that we cared about. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think we can agree that this week's podcast is going to be called Naruto and Magikarp. And if we still have any listeners left next week, it'll be because they're people who truly love us. Without a doubt. Yeah. I feel like someone's going to see Naruto and Magikarp and just be like, I wasn't going to listen, but I have to at least get a little bit of it. <laughs> I know uh, I would. I'd yeah, like, Naruto's sorry, going to be misleading. Extremely I feel like so. at least Caleb's yeah. going to be disappointed in the way it plays mad. out. He'll probably be a little mad. Maybe yeah. Zach too, but that's okay. That happens. Thank you guys for listening again this week. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. I can say that now. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yep. We're on SoundCloud. We're yeah. on iTunes. Yeah. We're not on the Amazon device because it freaks David out. Absolutely. <laughs> if I, we... I did not know that was going to freak me out like it did, but it absolutely did. <laughs> really great. Oof. And until next time... Keep Karen. Keep Karen. <laughs> Who's Karen? That's what I was thinking. Oh, what? Until next week, Whoa. we're not keeping Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Karen, because I can't. This week, I'm busy. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we said that last week. And we did it. No, we have to figure it out right now. We're good. Right now? We have to test everything, every combination of words. Until next time, stay carefree. Oh, that's cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's wrong with an abrupt sign-off? Bye. We out. But. <laughs> That's just the sound. <laughs> Until next week. But. Until next week. Uh, Until next time. Ashlyn, how do you feel about orcas? They're fine. <laughs> Have I ever told you about my nickname? No. What is your nickname? Ashwin, the beluga whale. What? what? Why? How? My roommates in college. They call just me, randomly started calling call you Ashwin. One time, and I was like, no, you can't call me that. It sounds like a beluga whale. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's your fault. <laughs> it's like you walked into that one. That's your fault. Okay. No, Ashwin, the beluga whale. Mm. That seems rude. That's I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, no, that seems rude. That's what I thought. No, I'm, yeah, I'd no, be, I'm not. I'm bad. out on calling anybody yeah. a whale. I mean, you yeah. are white, but that's like but the only that's similarity. About as close as you that's get. where it yeah. is. Yeah. You can swim. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's it. I feel like your form is very different from a beluga whale's swimming form. So even that. We don't know that. To be fair. What don't we? She has like <laughs> arms and legs. This. This has, this cannot. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> Until next time, we gotta go. You know, peace, peace out. See y'all later. Peace up. Hey, town down. Usher, usher, usher. Yeah.